Blog Talk Radio. the country and around the world streaming live on the internet it's real estate coaching radio bringing you the latest news interviews and secrets of the top producers hosted by award-winning real estate coaches tim and julie harris and welcome back everyone this is of course real estate coaching radio we're really looking forward to today's radio show because as we like to do from time to time we have a fantastic uh, Tim and Julie Harris, real estate coaching coaching student, to interview. So we actually have a live guest. And actually, you know what? Let's just skip the preamble without any further delay. Colette McDonald, welcome to the radio show. Thank you. <laughs> Good. So, Colette, um, we have a lot of questions, a lot of things to ask you, a lot of ground to cover. Um, and frankly, I think the listeners are really going to benefit from hearing your uh, transformation. I mean, when I think, think Colette McDonald, I, I think beautiful, successful, strong, I mean, all these good things. But what people need to know is that you have been in the same position as many, as, as many of the listeners have, where you've had to recreate yourself, where you've had to, re, you know, sort of, I say, rejigger your business and maybe find your success and find it in such a meaningful way that you're able to eclipse all your past successes and really take yourself to the next level. So I know everyone listening today is going to get a ton from our interview. And so listeners, and I know most of you are listening in replay, take notes. Listen to what she's saying. Listen to how she's saying it. Listen between the lines when she's answering questions in terms of like, you know, picking up little nuances in her speech patterns when maybe we do some uh, role playing or ask her about scripts and things of that nature. Guys, get the most out of this interview because you're about to hear from frankly, one of the nation's leading realtors and a true superstar for our industry. So, And also, I want to welcome, of course, my lovely wife, Julie. Julie, you are on the radio show, correct? Of course. Always a pleasure to be here. And I want to make clear that Colette is not just some agent off the street. Colette is the number one agent in Brookhaven, Buckhead, Sandy Springs, Dunwoody. We're talking about areas of Atlanta here. It's consistently top five, if not number one, REMAX agent in Georgia. You know, she's been on HGTV, so Colette has got it going on. Now, we'll get into some very specifics on that. We've got some great questions for her, so I just wanted to make it clear. We're talking to a top producer here. That's right. So we better <laughs> back it down a notch. Colette's probably getting such a big head right now that, you know, <laughs> That's she right. might be That's like, you get. oh, I'm sorry, I'm too good to talk with lowly people. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, so you, you Colette, dialed into my personality. <laughs> <laughs> So, call it. Let's have some fun on in this interview. Um, and really, we can go in any direction you want to. Of course, Julie and I have got a bunch of questions we want to ask you, similar questions we ask every time we do an interview. But before we get started, let them know where you sell real estate, how they can connect with you, all that good stuff if they have referrals and whatnot. Sure. Easy peasy. I'm in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta, Georgia. And my website is my name. So it's just Colette at ColetteMcDonald.com for email. But Colette McDonald is my website. And there you can pull up information on us. You can watch HGTV shows that we've been on and get a feel for how we do our business. But where we sell and work in Atlanta is one of the uh, or the hottest area of Atlanta. Um, the news outlet just came out two days ago saying that our zip codes in our area of Brookhaven is the largest growing zip code in all of Metro Atlanta over the last 12 months. 
And Brookhaven um, is just north of a little area called Buckhead where you've got a lot of old money in Atlanta. That's where the governor's mansion is. And then Dunwoody and Sandy Springs is just north of that. So we're in a really great area of Atlanta, a lot to offer. Um, we have a team of agents. We've got three licensed agents that work on our team, so we're able to fan out and help clients almost anywhere in Metro Atlanta. So we're going to talk about your team in a second because there's uh, people, mm-hmm. agents always have lots and lots of questions about that. But before we get to that, um, how long, because you were with, I actually, Colette, believe it or not, I remember one of the first times you and I spoke. Because yes. you guys probably know Colette because she is also H, an HGTV star on, it. what's the name of your show? Well, Bang for Your Buck. That's right, Bang for Your Buck. And I remember the first time you and I spoke, you wanted to uh, obviously you know, figure out how to leverage that show into real estate transactions and other opportunities. But I also remember you had been with other real estate coaches prior to connecting with us. So mm-hmm. what makes – I mean, you've obviously had a lot of success with Julie as, you're being, as your personal coach. Um, right. And what's the difference between the experience you've had with us as far as coaching? Because you have been with other coaching companies. You know, what, why has it seemed to have taken so uh, – I mean – the effectiveness of what we've been able to help you with seems to have been at a different level evidenced by your results. Tell us about that. Well, I, I will say that most real estate agents, when they start in this business, they go to a brokerage firm that promises them coaching, promises them education, promises them to get them to the next level. And their definition of the next level in coaching is it, it's far below what you can get out of Tim and Julie's coaching level. That, that's the one thing. So when I was first in the business, I would do a ton of education, go to the board, go to my broker, get all this great information, but so was everybody else in the marketplace. It wasn't anything special. It was just the basics. And when I when the market crashed, I can still remember the day that the that I decided to listen to my first short sale seminar that Tim and Julie were putting on. And I thought, okay, well, I don't have much business going on because the market sucks right now, so let me just listen to the seminar. And I sat there and I listened to the energy that you guys had on this call and and your salesmanship, and I was impressed. I was like, you know, they're they're impressive. So I listened to you for a couple more times, got sucked into the, the short sale seminars, learned a ton from that, and then I started listening to the superstar interviews, and all of this stuff was inexpensive or basically free. And one day I just connected, and I think I, I asked a question on one of the seminars. And uh, after that, Julie and I connected on the phone, and she just basically point blank asked me, you know, what my goals were and how I was going to get there. And I knew I had goals, and I told her what my goals were, but that was a really good question of exactly how was I going to get there. And I, I said to her, I said, can you get me there? This is what I want to do, but I don't see any success doing the exact same thing everyone is doing in my particular marketplace of Atlanta. And so that's how it all started. And and from that point, I mean, year after year, my first year, we increased my business by 40%. When I was first selling real estate, where when I was first meeting up with Julie, I was doing maybe on a good year, 10 million. Last year, we closed over 24 million. This year, our goal is over 32 million. And it's completely attainable because we've got a proven track record, we've got our trajectory continues to rise, because 
every year Julie and I sit there and look at what more can we add to our arsenal. And she takes it step by step so that she she baby feeds me so that I can handle it. So we got our homework for every week, and every week we get better, we get stronger, we get um, we go through role playing, we figure out what our next strategy is to take it to the next level of production. So uh, you, know, you guys know I'm a huge fan of the process and the program that Harris offers, and so much so that I encourage all of my staff to be coached as well by Julie. And we do have, I understand, some of your buyer assistants that are uh, being coached as well. You said something. I want to go back to this. You said your business has gone. I, so, call it. I'm drilling down on this particular point because, as I'm sure you know, there are a lot of agents out there who are in the midst of writing their own comeback stories. And I, you know, we do these free coaching calls, and I hear in their voices sometimes they've given up a little bit. And I like to tell them about, you know, well, let me tell you about Colette McDonald in Atlanta. You know, a few years ago she was here, and now she's here. Listen to her interview. You can have the same experience. Do the same thing she did. And obviously this is a path you can follow and will get you to a proven result. So over the last like what, what few years it sounds like when you originally connected mm-hmm. with us, your business has gone from what to where it is today. I heard you say $32 million last year, but where was it just a few years ago? $10 million is where we started out. Last year okay. we did over $24 million. This year our goal is to go over $30 million. So that's what we're looking right. at this year, and it's completely attainable. Excellent. So, so actually, and last year, last year for Atlanta, the Atlanta Board of Realtors, which you know in in Atlanta, we've got oh maybe ten thousand agents in Atlanta. I was number ten out of ten thousand agents, and I, my production was twenty four million, and I right. I owe that to my coaching, you know. And so that's right there. That is information that I use on a day-in and day-out basis so that my clients know that they're getting the best. You know, they can actually work with the best. I'm the number one agent in Brookhaven, Danny Springs Dunwoody, but guess what? In metro Atlanta, where people are selling $10 million homes, I'm number 10. I'm number 10. It's pretty cool. It is very pretty cool. cool. And we're very proud of you. What would you share with our uh, listeners? I'm sure everybody's wondering, what are your three best never to be without lead generators for you? Well, my 800 number, I would say that is one of my best lead generators. And that was something that we incorporated in the second year of our coaching um, that, you know, you had to, you had to get me on board and now I'll never, I'll never be without. So that would be one of them. I believe in being very involved in my community and giving back and the next best lead generation for me is that I perform. I do a boot camp in the morning where I invite my neighbors, my friends, my contacts, my clients to work out for 45 minutes. And I sometimes I hire a personal trainer if, like, I'm injured and I can't do something. Um, but we work out four days a week at my mailbox in our community, in our neighborhood, and there's something about breaking people down and having fun with them when you're actually working out. They they glob onto you. They love you. They think of you as a leader. And we constantly talk about, you know, how to help each other out. And I've gone so far some days making them do push-ups in front of my real estate signs in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you are so not a secret agent. It's not even funny. <laughs> but they remember what I do. They know I, I do that. And let's be honest, I mean, I'm not I'm not an I'm not a superstar athlete either, but it's just something that I, I've got friends who are 
who love to play tennis. You know, they incorporate that into their their real estate world. But you got to be out there. You got to be active. You got to figure out what you enjoy to do and give back. And then just being inside the community. So we've got the boot camp that we get a ton of leads off, 40%. Then we've got the fact that we use our 800 number. And then back to not being a secret agent, I, anytime, and I get very involved with Remax uh, Regional because, again, most of the agents out there are mediocre at best. And when you work for a company, it doesn't matter what company you work for, but there's always a leadership team looking for agents that are available, accessible, intelligent, willing to help at that corporate level so that when there's opportunities for a television show to interview you or a um, reporter for the newspaper to interview you, you're available. So you make nice with all these people at corporate so that they remember you. And this year alone, for the last 12 months, we were in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution 10 times. We were in the I was in the Atlanta Business Journal. I was on the front page showing property and a picture of me on the Atlanta Journal just two weeks ago. So that generates buzz. And then I'm also involved in my local city in a government fashion where I just am involved in any committee that I can be on without being obnoxious, not being an obnoxious agent, but giving back, being part of the community and showing them in the community that I'm here to help increase property values, And how do I do that? I give back, and I make sure that I'm involved. So, I mean, I want to kind of play this tape back, and I want everyone to hear what Kali just said because it's really critical. Um, You know, when you guys come to us and you hire us to be your coach, as a lot of you listening already have, a lot of you listening will soon do that, we don't just try to fit you into a one-size-fits-all box. I mean, I'm hearing Colette talk about the boot camp that she's done forever and how that's a great lead generator. You know, Colette's obviously a very gregarious, out there, very, you know, demonstrative people person, right? You might not be like her. It doesn't mean that we can't create a specific plan around your strengths. So the main thing that all of you need to understand is that when you're coached by us, we do create a specific plan around your strengths and around um, your the things you enjoy doing. I mean, I love how Claude said, you know, some of her real estate friends, they play tennis, so they work the tennis thing. You know, the reality of this, guys, is you're going to be a heck of a lot happier <laughs> and make a lot more money helping a lot more people if you're doing something that's more organic, that feels good for you, that is something that, frankly, you want to do opposed to something you're continually trying to force yourself to do. So I'm really glad that Claude pointed that out. I mean, Julie, you have a really yeah. good story about a, a gal that uh, – uh, you coach that essentially built her business, and her first main spoke that you helped her with was uh, dog walking, of all things, right? Yeah, I mean, that's well, a real quick I mean, fun story. Here, here's the thing. As a coach, you look for people's strengths first, not just their weaknesses. It's easy to pick on people about what they won't do. I want to know what you will do, what you're willing to do. And a coaching client, that first thing on her first call, she said, just so you know, I will never be a cold caller. Don't ask me to do it. I won't do it, period. I said, thank you for your honesty. What are you willing to do? What do you like to do? Well, she was deeply into pet charities. She would go to the Humane Society and be a dog walker, but she was doing it in certain neighborhoods. She would run into people and break the ice talking about the Humane Society charity and then roll into talking about what she really did, which was help people with real estate. And within, I think it probably took us about 120 days, she had eight pending. And I remember her call, she said, I have never had this much pending before. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Which is great. Walk more dogs. <laughs> then we go to the next level. 
But the well, point is, that, what will you do and do more of it? Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, and then back to, you know, your whole personality profiling. One of the things that, it was one of our first calls when you made us go through all of the different personality styles and how, as an agent, we deal with them. That was That is so valuable. I still have that quadrant of what we did the first call up on my bulletin board, and we talk about it as a team so that we know how to negotiate things better and, and, and fit our real estate into our lives. And the other thing that you taught me that I still, you know, I think is one of the best things is instead of saying, uh, by asking directly when you're at these, these functions, whatever fits into your life, of who do you know who wants to buy or sell real estate for the next two months? Who do you know? No, not do you know anyone. <laughs> Right. A small thing, but a big thing, right? So speaking of your team, and I know your team does utilize the personality style stuff that we've worked on. Tell us more about your team. Who's on your team? What do they do? Is it a big team, small team? I mean, going to 32 million, you must have like, you know, 20 people working for you, right? Yeah, no. Um, Yeah, that would be way too much management. You'd be really busy. Um, So, uh, you know, to take us to the next level, we had a ton of uh, real estate leads coming off the signs that I just honestly couldn't deal with anymore, but we knew that we were losing that 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 possible audience. So about two years ago, Julie and I really started talking about hiring a full-time buyer's agent, and I had had agents work for me in the past that we had given referral fees to, but we decided that it was time to start building the team. And I reached out to an agent, a friend of mine that I had known forever, and and she's just the sweetest woman, and, and she was on site for a long time. And I remember showing one of her properties one time, and she was such a dog. She'd call me back all the time and ask for feedback, and she would not let me get off the phone. And she was really annoying in a nice way. So we became really good friends outside. But she worked for another company, and she did her own thing. And I called her up one day, and I just said, you know, do you know of any agents that are looking to be a buyer's agent. I'm looking to hire somebody on. And she was like, well, what about me? <laughs> I said, well, what about you? Do you want to come on board? And so I hired Susan two years ago, and she we have totally different personality styles. Uh, she she is, and I am much more of an extrovert. I'm a, I'm a big leader. I'm, I'm in people's faces where everyone can't be like me. That wouldn't work. So Susan is much kinder, much gentler, much sweeter than me, and she works really well with buyers because of that. They need a little bit more coddling than what I can give them. So she took on the buyer's agency role, and she's been super busy. She actually increased her business by 20% the first year working with me. This year we're hoping to increase her by another 20%. So we added her on, and because I can increase my listings now, because I have a buyer's agent, I can focus solely on the listing side and then work with a few buyers, but the majority of the buyers are going to to Julian or to to Susan until all of a sudden we got to be even more busy because the market's coming back. So we hired on another buyer's agent, Julie, and Julie actually was working for another company. And um, we I interviewed her. She has a great sphere of influence that's different than me and different than Susan. And so we hired her on. And it was great because we went to an interview with a builder one day that had worked with Julie on her personal property. And Julie said to the builder, I've worked for Colette for a month. I worked for this other company for a year and a half, and I've already learned more in the last month than I've had in my entire career. So we hired her on, and she's busy. She's working out on leads as well. And then we have a new 
Um, I like to call him my embryo. Thank you, Julie, for coining that phrase because I was sure. a this phrase. I, I introduced him in, in team um, in listing appointments as my real estate embryo. His name is Gunner, and Gunner is an Arkansas Arkansas graduate. He's 24 years old, and he's about six four, six five, two forty. So he's a really big embryo. He's a big real estate embryo. Yes, he's a really big embryo. But it's great because. He's just out of college and he's hungry and he he's motivated to to learn the business. He's got family in the business who advised him to work for someone who knows what they're doing so that he can learn, and he's learning it from the ground up. So we've only got a team. And then Tammy, I can't forget Tammy, my very important closing coordinator that works on the process of getting the contracts from the point that we go under contract to close. And she can do that on uh, in a virtual um, basis. And she's also a licensed agent, so she knows what she's doing. And this this team has been developed and grown over the last two and a half years. Um, and it's the strongest team I've ever had. We've had I've had buyers agents in the past, um, but through the coaching and through the assistance, you know, honestly, I look to Julie to help me manage my team because I have her coach them and role play with them so that I can focus on actually getting out there, getting the business, getting the listings, doing what I do best, and helping me manage that team. So it's 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 culminated more into Julie not only being a coach, but she really is on my board of directors. Because let's be honest, when you're doing this much business, your small business can be and usually is bigger than a lot of businesses in your community. So you need to have people like Julie and like Tim saying, hey, let's focus on this. So it's this direction next, and that's well, been so, invaluable. So, so the listeners need to understand, she has a total team of four people. Okay, she You don't need to do her volume. And one of the things that we focus on with her and everyone else and all of you guys um, who are going to be coaching students is don't have a big team. And here's the problem with having a big team. It's a big management headache. It just is. Mm-hmm. And when and when you have a big when you have a big team, you know, the other struggle is making any kind of profit. You know, you don't have a big team if your goal is to make big profit. It just doesn't work that way in a people services business like selling real estate. You want to have the best people you can working for you, kind of like a Navy, teal, a Navy SEAL team, and then pay them well. Make them, let them create a situation where they can earn a ton of money, uh, keep the team small and tight, and absolutely positively – drive as much profit as you possibly can to the bottom line. So, Julie, you had a really interesting question, I thought, that you wrote down that you wanted me to ask uh, Colette about the biggest misperceptions that most folks, industry types and non-industry types, have about top producers right. like, like Colette. I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting question, Colette. What do you think the biggest misperceptions that, say, for example, other agents have about folks like you? Oh, that is a good question. Let me think about that. I think one of the biggest misconceptions when people, you know, they all, especially when you're out in the business world and people are calculating, oh, you know, because when we put our ADR stats out there, they go, oh, my gosh, Colette sold this much. She must be making this much. And, you know, it's great to, when you're on top, people want to knock you down, obviously. But you're right, you have to motivate your team to make money. So you, when you look at those final numbers, you want to make a, hot, a lot of profit, obviously, with a little bit of overhead. So you want to make sure you're, you're lean and tight on the business operation side and you want to incent your, 
your team to make some cash so that they stay with you, obviously. But I think one of the biggest misconceptions, too, out in the community is they're like, well, why don't you have your own brokerage firm? Why don't you have an office? Where Where is your office? And when I say, hey, it's technology, we are out in the field. If people are sitting in, in the office, they're not making any money. We've got processes and programs in place that enable us to be anywhere. So our office is in our client's house. Our office is, you know, actually my office is in my formal living room of my home, and that's where everyone comes in and out. So one of the biggest misconceptions is that you should have a big team, you should have a brokerage firm with your name on it, and you should have signage and lots and lots of overhead. And that's just not the case. Um, do you mean, think mean and yes, working ahead, all the sorry. time? No, well, well so do you think we work seven days a week? Do you think the um, buyers and sellers in the in the public, when they see a top producer like you, I mean, you're the number one Remax agent in your area. You're just doing a phenomenal job. You. And the other thing we didn't, we're not. I, maybe we should ask you about this. Is but you've done a phenomenal job of moving your price range up. You've increased yeah. not just the volume of homes you're selling, but also you guys there? Are not, yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Okay. You, yeah, you, you cut, cut out, out just for a second. Can you re-ask that question? No yeah. problem. So call it in the community. How do you position uh, yourself so that the buyers and sellers that want to do business with you know that they can reach you directly? Don't have to fear that they're going to be somehow just randomly delegated to your staff. How do you, how do you deal with that? Um, well, the, the biggest thing is that we every time that we speak to a client – we reiterate that the cell phone, my cell phone is always open to them and that they can call, text, or email me at any time. They're talking to me. They're not talking to one of my staff. Um, if we need to double team up on a contract or if one of my clients are, get, are, are, are super busy and they only have certain times available, I make sure that they reiterate, that we reiterate, I am the person that's going to be helping you, but we want to open up our schedule for your time. So from time to time, there might be a buyer's agent that's going to show you property. But just so you know, I am going to be the one negotiating these contracts or these inspection amendments. But in order that we can make sure that we're using your time correctly, we're available at any time. And clients can text. The clients text me all hours of the night. Clients email me all hours of the night, seven days a week. And you know what? That's okay. And we respond. It doesn't take a lot to respond because... We are seven days a week, and if you're not willing to be accessible to your clients, I really think that that's a problem because in our world today, you have got to instantly respond as quickly as you possibly can to your clients because if you don't, somebody else will, and that sets us apart, and that's about mindset too. You know, I was an executive with several companies, and I worked nine to five. I was traveling all the time, and I wasn't around, but I was still working all the time, but not for myself. Yes, I work seven days a week, and I work weird hours, and I work at well, night. Well, so, Colette, so, let me jump in here. With that kind of yeah. accessibility, because you are yeah. great with your urgent lead follow-up now, how yeah. do you balance life and work and family balance? You've got two boys. How do you balance yeah. all that out with that kind of accessibility? Well, we also have to throw in our, my favorite phrase, which is on my whiteboard, which is urgency equals abundance, right, Julie? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my, my, my next favorite one that we coined, I think it was last week, emotions don't equal profit. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember that. Emotions do not equal profit. It's a reminder in real estate. Exactly. Exactly. So back to your question of how I, I find that life balance. 
you know, it's the definition of what balance is. You know, my goal is not to be a little old lady pushing a rocker and still selling real estate or wheelchair or, or you know, a walker, walker, I should say. Yeah, and a rocker. Um, so that's my goal. And the great thing is, is that because I'm in the community and I'm working in the community, my boys know what I do. My boys are constantly exposed to it. So they know that mommy is working when she's at the ball field with them. They know mommy, when she walks into the school, that people are going to ask her about real estate. My youngest is so embarrassed of me. He doesn't want me to ever come to school because I talk to everybody. Everybody wants to come up and talk to me because they want to know about real estate. So that life balance, real estate just becomes part of who you are. It becomes part of why you can function and and make a living and, and be happy with what you're doing as a career. But it just it becomes who you are and whatever you incorporate like my boot camp like my friends who play tennis or anything that you enjoy you can still bring in that real estate factor as well Well, you 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 really drilling down on this first of all i want to thank you for being honest because it is important that everyone knows and this is the absolute truth the way she's saying it if you want to be successful really successful at anything it's not a nine to five job okay it's not something you can just turn off. When you're a successful business owner, a success at the level that call it is, the antivirus software that is the sort of you know constant uh, software that's running in the back of every entrepreneur's mind, it just doesn't go away. So there's a lot of agents that are very conflicted with the fact that, well, I just am always thinking about my business and my business is my life. And uh, well, guess what? If you're a professional athlete, your business your 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 uh, business of being a professional athlete is your life. If you're a professional if you're a physician, a successful heart doctor, it doesn't matter. That is all encompassing. Anytime you're going to be really successful at whatever your chosen field is, trust me when I tell you, it's not just going to be a 9 to 5 job. It's not going to be something that you can clock into and clock out of. Anybody that tells you that is not telling you the truth. That's just a fact. And call it the way you're saying it is honest. And it's interesting in our industry right now, there's a big sort of movement away from these, you know, towards these agents who believe that somehow they can just magically turn it off at a certain time and then it's going to be there when they come back the next day. It's not. Mm -hmm. That isn't how the reality of it, how life really works. It's not. And, uh, you know, and I welcome them to come into the marketplace because I'll sit down at a listing presentation and get the business all day long from them. Well, there you go. I mean, that is, the competitive spirit of, that is the competitive spirit of a top producer, you know, and the sellers and your well, clients and people who choose to be, do business with you, they expect you to be there all the time. They expect you. I mean, they're looking at that. And, you know, when you're a seller and you're looking at that commission that you're paying somebody on a million-dollar home, and if they're paying a 6% commission, they're paying $60,000 for that commission. 3% goes to you on a normal basis, and sometimes we get to make more. However, if you look at and you break it down and put yourself in that seller's shoes, they're looking at you going, my God, you make more than most people do in a year off of one transaction. And you can, whatever your marketplace is, even if it's a $100,000 home and you're making 3000 and you're selling several of them, you're making more than a lot of the people in the community. So you've got to show that you're willing to do what it takes and you're proud of what you do to make that money and you should never be upset or or shy about the fact that you work that hard to make that much money but that's what you do i took my boys side story on monday night i had to drop my car off at the dealership to get it worked on and i don't drive 
a really, really flashy car. I drive a 10-year-old Lexus, works just fine, but I drop it off at the dealership, and my boy said, Mom, let's go look at the Maseratis. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's go look at the Maseratis. And he's like, oh, no, let's go look at the Porsches. So we drive across the street, we look at the Porsche dealership, and we're walking around the showroom, and I said, boys, I said, this is why you go into sales. This is why you get an education that you can use to make money. If you want to have toys of this level, you got to be the best. You can't be getting, and, and I might make people mad by this, but you can't be getting degrees and becoming teachers or becoming psychologists or things like that if you want to actually make money and have toys like this. <laughs> it was, and it was funny, but they were looking at me going, okay, yeah, Mom. I kind of try to go, this is why Mommy works so hard, so someday she can have a Panamera. <laughs> but it is the truth, right? I mean, what you're saying is the truth. It is. It's the truth that for some reason right now in our culture, we don't like to actually say as bluntly as you just did. Of course, we do, but it is the yeah. truth. You know, Colette, mm-hmm. you know, you did a remarkable job in, um, of increasing your average sale price. I know you and your coach worked on that pretty intensely. So for those uh, folks out there who are wanting to do the same thing, can you just give them some overlapping themes of what you guys did, what you worked on to actually do such an incredible, impressive job of going from, say, an average sale price of, in your market of 250 Now you've increased it and you have multi-million dollar uh, transactions that you have an opportunity at. Can you let folks know how you did that? Well, I think over time, um, you obviously get a reputation for doing what you say you're going to do. And that feeds to referral sources that continue to uptick. And, and honestly, the best thing I can tell you is that you've got to be a listing agent. You have got to get your name out in the community as a listing agent. You have got to make sure that people see that name on those signs. And your you know, focus has got to be your sphere. You, you do best when you focus on a geographical location that you surround you, that you understand, that you know, that you're the expert of that area. And we've been very fortunate being able to drill down into areas and neighborhoods in Atlanta that feed that higher sales point. And by being involved in that community, in the community in that way, as well as giving back in the community that way, you start to build that clientele out and those reaches go further and further. If you go on to Zillow, for instance, and just look me up on Zillow, we've got over 55 recommendations right there on Zillow of people that we've used and bought and sold just over the last two years. And that speaks volumes to people when they're interviewing you. You've got the you've got the experience. You've got the ability to sell to those higher clientele when you've got the experience. And quite honestly, you know, Julie and I have worked really hard on my listing presentation as well because when I first started with Julie, I, I mean, I was okay, but now I walk in and I close them as soon as I walk in the threshold with the sharpie closed. <laughs> it's been one of the it was one of the best tools, but that continues to feed that listing inventory. So by moving into being focused on the listing side of the business, that moves into increasing the buyers that are looking at the home and bringing them, in, bringing them into the buyer end of the business and allowing my team to close those folks. But we continue just to move up, and the market has increased in our neighborhood. Our, our values are going up. We're luckily in a great area of Atlanta. So, so Colette, I mean, you and I have been through a lot together. Yes, we <laughs> sometimes have. It's a, it's a what I call a diagnostic call. Sometimes we do some presentation work or negotiation work. 
from your standpoint, as someone who has been moving your business forward in leaps and bounds, what's important to you about having a coach? I know what's important to me and what we're working on from my perspective, but from the top mm-hmm. producer end of things, what's important Account- to you about having a coach? Accountability, mindset, and basic business planning. That really is what's the most important for me is because, you know, we're we're in a vacuum. You know, we are pushing our own business and to have someone that I, I respect, that I'm frightened of, and I enjoy talking to sometimes. <laughs> makes me laugh. Well, you know, <laughs> but, you know, you have to have that healthy respect. I respect you. I, I respect well, you. Know accountability, I right? I mean, yeah, we're building something together. We're building something together, but you have – and one of the reasons that I came to you guys over everybody else was that you have a unique experience, but you have you have success behind you. And I think that having that perspective of the real estate agent that's moved into, and that you guys were the top agents where you were, and then you moved into coaching, and you're not in my backyard, so you're not coaching every single other agent in the Atlanta metro area, which hopefully you never do, but, you know, I would like you to increase your business, but just <laughs> right. be coaching on my competition. Uh, but because of that, you know, I think that the accountability and the mindset, I mean, just the tools that you give me every week are things that I incorporate. And, you know, you and I have talked about this as well. I'm a top producer because I'm coachable. You know, I don't have I, – I have an ego. You know I have an ego. But you can get my ego in check, and you can coach me. I think that when we first started, I thought it was great. I thought I was doing things really fantastic. But you were able to get in my head, not necessarily knock me down a peg or two, but just open my eyes to things that I could be doing better. I could be doing much quicker. I could be increasing my profit in different ways that I never even thought of. And I think that when people are are interviewing a coach, that's what they have to realize is that your success as a real estate agent also depends on your ability to be coachable, to actually do the work that your coaches tell you to do. It's like a parent-child relationship in many ways. You know what you're talking about. You see it from all these different levels where you've got a bird's eye view because you've got, I mean, not just me as a top producer, but you've got some amazing agents out there in the national level. You guys talk to the most amazing people in every facet of real estate, from the bank end to the agent end. You've got all this knowledge that you can share with us, and you can apply the specific issues that we're having on that day-to-day, week-to-week basis. I mean, sometimes you and I will just talk, and I I just want to bitch to you about another real estate agent that's making my teeth itch. And, you know, you just put it in perspective and, you know, tell me to stop being such a baby and this is how we deal with it. I believe she says to you, you, pull up your big girl panties. Isn't that something that you've heard from (laughs) Julie Clark? A few times. A few times. Sometimes I walk past her office and I hear her saying that to some of her coaching clients. It is quite funny to hear. You know, Colette, have you ever met Julie before, actually met her? Yeah. No, see, and that's going to be like when we hit a number. I don't know what that number is yet, but that's going to be one of our goals. I am flying out to see you guys. I'm just going to well, show but, up. Well, but here's the question. I mean, when Julie, when when Julie's clients meet her, or frankly, yeah. when my clients meet me, they expect us to be like ten feet tall and like five thousand pounds. I mean, I should probably tell you this, but, but but Julie only yeah. weighs like 110 pounds wet. 
<laughs> oh, my God, I would be a monster next to her. I could pick her up and put her on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I adore that. Well, we've been in rooms before. We've been in rooms before where I've, I've watched people looking, Julie's clients, who who have never actually, you know, went up and introduced themselves, but she's talked to for like yeah. years. And I've watched yeah. them looking at her, and I've watched them walking up to her and going, you're Julie? You're not at all what I expected. I know. <laughs> Speak funny. softly and carry a big he's stick. Like, <laughs> he's a little bulldog <laughs> in her little body. Yeah. So, Colette, a question, a question for you, and I like to ask, I like to ask folks this question because it's always interesting to me, frankly, how people answer. So, in a market mm-hmm. that has been incredibly challenging, in an industry that arguably has been through its worst, you know, hit in the head ever, in a time where a lot of people would have thought it would have been impossible to be successful, especially in your level in real estate, why you? Why have you been able to be so successful now? Oh, because I work. I work hard. I never let it go. I push myself, and I'm constantly striving to do things better. Um, I I keep my mind and my thoughts based on what what it's going to make. What's going to make my life easier? Well, making money will make my life a lot easier, won't it? And um, and I work every day at my craft, but I do it because it offers me such freedom. It offers me the freedom to be in my children's lives, in my community, in a way that uh, many people are not. And it, it's, it, and I think that mindset is what keeps me being successful. But, you know, again, I go back to my coach and saying, you know, you just got to gotta stop whining. If you're not where you want to be, then guess what? You're the change. You got to make the change. And by having someone every week smacking me upside the head and, and helping me focus on that, it just, over time, it's like it, it, it's like Julie and I have talked about this before. It's like Tiger Woods. Why does Tiger Woods have a coach? It's because he can't see his own swing. We as real estate agents, we can't see what we're doing wrong necessarily or what we can be doing better. We need someone to just kind of focus on that with us. And and everyone asks me in my my industry here in Atlanta, you know, they'll come up to me and they'll be like, God, Colette, you're doing so great. We're so impressed. We're so proud. And now, of course, if they're with Keller Williams, they're trying to recruit me. But they always want to know what my secret is. And I'm like, my, my secret is Julie Harris. And I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you it's a coach. And then if you really want to know, but you're not in the competition, maybe I'll give you Julie Harris's number, but I'm not so sure. That's so funny. <laughs> well, but it's so refreshing. You know, when we ask the question, why you, and, you, you know, your answer is so clear. Well, it's because you work hard and you're coachable. There's no magic potion to that, and I think so many agents are looking for that. Your approach is refreshing, and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're really clear with it. You're okay with real estate and balance in your personal life all kind of being the same thing because you're Mm -hmm. aware that the hard work allows you that lifestyle, and I think that's really refreshing to hear. Well, and, you know, you talk to to people, too, and, and what's success to people? Success to me is financial stability and being free and having freedom and not having to worry about money. And success to somebody else might be just making minimum wage. It's just that's what drives me. I am very focused on freedom. And what offers me freedom is being able to make decisions and not have to worry about it. And that's just my definition of success. It's not my definition of success is making a million dollars a year. Once I hit a million dollars a year, then I'll be happy. <laughs> well, well, I'll I mean, you you know, on that. 
understood. That's a, that's a perfect way for us to wrap up today's um, interview. And here's an interesting thought for all of you. What does Colette say? Hard work, right? Following a proven plan, obviously having a coach. And then her ultimate goal is freedom and the freedom that comes from being financially independent. Freedom that comes from having followed a plan that produced a consistent result that allowed you to put enough stakes in the freezer, which we, you know, savings, pay off debt, move forward. Uh, while Colette was answering that question, I was thinking, you know, how many of you have lived through the real estate boom uh, and looking back, wish you'd done things differently, wish you would have had a coach, wish you would have had a more dedicated plan, wish you would have saved more money, wish you would have been in a better position now? Stop wishing. Because the beautiful thing about this industry is, guess what? you got an opportunity to do all over again. We're in the beginning stages of what will be a 7- to 10-year real estate boom. There is no question and no doubt about that. So make this your time. Create the freedom for yourself and create the freedom for your family and your loved ones. And, you know, it's going to take, as Colette just said, hard work. It's going to take a focused plan. Request a free coaching call. Allow us to help you along the path. So, Colette, listen, I always love talking with you, and I know Julie does. Julie, actually, you're one of a handful of Julie's clients where when she and I are exercising, uh, she'll tell me about your calls because some of them are just really funny. We do have fun. We try to have fun while we move you forward. We do. <laughs> you, you move okay. forward without knowing it. So, in other words, it, they're, they're more like uh, Julie's approach is more a velvet hammer approach, it sounds like. But so here, right. here's the bottom line. But, you know, call it seriously. Thank you for the honor of being your, your, your coach. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the honor of being able to help you and those that you care about indirectly, you know, improve your lives. Sincerely, mm-hmm. that means the world to us. And thank you for uh, your interview today. Thank you for your time. You're very welcome, and you know what? I totally, I, I believe that you guys are sincere because that's how I feel when I'm helping my clients, so I appreciate it. Yeah, it resonates. You can definitely tell. So listen, everyone, we're going to wrap up for today, and we will certainly, uh, we ran long today, but it was certainly worth it, as I'm sure all of you will agree. In the meantime, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and we'll talk with you tomorrow. Thanks, Colette, and thank you, Julie. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.